listens to his master, listens to the Torah, listens to his friend to become better. We live in a generation that everyone's so scared of rebuke and scared of giving over rebuke. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This week, Parshas Kisaitse. How's your hearing? Shalom to everyone. In Parshas Ki Seitse, it talks about if a person were to have a rebellious kid, as it says, Ki ish ben And it goes on to say, if you have a rebellious kid and he doesn't listen in the voice of his parents, so at the end of the day, he deserves to be stoned. And then all of Israel will see what happened and they'll fear and they won't do the same thing. The Gemara in Sanhedrin explains that really he wasn't truly deserving of that punishment, of the death penalty, of being stoned. However, because Chazal saw that it's only a matter of time, that he's going to do anything to get his hands on the meats and the wine that is the only thing he, was really, he really cared for in this world. So eventually it's going to lead to murder, etc. And therefore it's better that we kill him right now when he's not really worthy of this penalty, of this, of this penalty, but it's better, it's better that we, we take him out of this world before he'll do more damage to himself. So in a way we're doing, it's in his best interest that we take him out of this world at this point. The question begs itself that this is totally different than what we see somewhere else. Ishmael, the son of Hagar and Avram, when Hagar was, uh, kicked out of her house, so to speak, by Sa'imenu, and Ishmael was literally about to die of thirst. And then Akadosh Buhu performed a miracle that he gave him a well to, to, he created a well that he'll be able to drink water. But the angels told HaKadosh Baruch why are you doing this? We know that the future will be that out of Ishmael will come a nation that will co- will kill a lot of people, a lot of your children, a lot of Nei soil. So how can it be that you're now going to save him? And HaKadosh Baruch answer, as we know, Chazal tell us, Ba'asher Husham. Ba'asher Husham. Right now he is not deserving of such a penalty. And hence, because the crime he did till now was not deserving of such a punishment, it's not fair and it's not correct for me for me to kill him out of thirst. And therefore, he saved him by giving him water. The question begs itself, why is it different than the parsha of Ben Soyer this rebellious kid? It's true that he's not doing such good things, he's not listening in the voice of his parents, and at the end of the day, he's doing anything to get his hands on some good meat and wine, and he'll do whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, right now, he didn't kill anyone, he didn't do anything deserving of such a such an extreme punishment. I think the Pshat answer is that there's a big chiluk. When it comes to Ishmael, of course, based on future, we can't kill him right now. He didn't do any action right now that would hint to the fact that he deserves such a punishment. As opposed to this rebellious kid, that it's really only a matter of time. Already now he did, he did things that already a very simple projection in the eyes of Chachamim, the Torah is telling us, not only Chachamim, the Torah is telling us it's only a matter of a projection to what his actions that he already did, that it's only a matter of time, the Zman, only a matter of time from now to when he get, reaches crimes that will deserve such a penalty. In such a case, it's already better for him, in his interest, that we take him out of this world right now. Even though he didn't create 
those punishments. He didn't actually kill people. But at the end of the day, we see that he's already so indulged in this world that he's as the Ibn Ezra and also Sfono, they say that he was so indulged in this world that he would do anything to get pleasures from this world, to get the wine, to get the meat, etc. That it's only a matter of time when he doesn't have enough money to get his hands on these physical pleasures that he'll do whatever it takes to get to these physical pleasures. So because he already showed us that he's so indulged in this world's pleasures, he's going to do anything it takes. And therefore, if you extrapolate the graph of his behavior, it's a chazaka hanhagas pnei adam. It's a psychological word that we already see. It's only a matter of time that he'll reach the, the, the extreme the extremity of actually doing whatever it takes to reach his to reach his goal, which is pleasures in this world. Already at this point, we see a major fundamental concept over here that a person should know that when he gets used to doing something, even at a young age, or well not even, especially at a young age, it already gets instilled in him and it becomes a part of him, and it's very very difficult to get out of it. And hence, Chazal and the Torah see that it's only a matter of time where this this is going to end up. And hence, the projection that the Torah sees in such a person is already deserving of such uh, such a punishment. As opposed to Ishmael, that at that point, he didn't do any actions that already project that he's worthy of the death penalty. This also reminds me of a, a Gemara in Kedushin, Kedushin Daf Memam Udalef, that usually Akadish Buhu for Bnei Yisrael at least, is not Mitzarif Machshav Lamaise. When a person has a bad thought, Hakadish Buhu doesn't automatically view it as if the Jew performed the Avera, the actual action of the Avera. However, if it's an Avera, a sin that a person already performed several times, then because it's so obvious to HaKadosh Buchu that he's going to do it, even the Machshab, even though he had a thought, and for some reason he wasn't able to bring it into fruition, into Maise, but still HaKadosh Buchu in that case does view it as if he did it, because already he proved HaKadosh Buchu. It's the same idea, it's just an extrapolation, that once he has that thought, because he did the action, he brought it into action so many times, it's only a matter of time, and because he was, it was an oinus, Kape doing the action, but HaKadosh Buchu views it as if he did the, the action. The Ibn Ezra, in this week's parsha explains that this rebellious kid, he was willing to do anything to get his hands on a piece of meat and wine, which is really resembling all of this life's pleasures. And as we know, HaKadosh Buhu didn't create this world, this Olam Azeh, which is only a poised of a hallway for Olam Abba, Hashem created, as the Mesila Sishalim says, He created for us to have an opportunity to get close to Hashem, to have dveikus with HaKadosh Buhu and get credit for the world to come. And that's what it was meant to. And this person does exactly the opposite. He's just using this world to get the physical pleasures. However, the question that still can be asked at the end of the day, these are the days of tshuva, Elul, Rosh Hashanah, why is he not getting a chance? Maybe he'll do tshuva. Maybe he will do tshuva. So I think the answer to that question is hidden in the words of the Ibn Ezra. The Ibn Ezra says, over here in our parsha of Ben Soyer the rebellious kid, that he, this person, he's he's so in the mode of rebelling that he's not opening to listen. He's like an apikolis. He doesn't really want to use this world and to hear what it's all about. Rather, he's so indulged in his pleasures of this world. All he cares about is eating and drinking, etc. And I think this idea 
is also hidden in the word, Eneno Shomea, he's not listening. The kid is not listening to his parents. This is the idea that he's not listening. When a person not, it does not listen to anyone, it clinches the fact there is no chance that he's going to come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why the Torah realized it's better for this kid to be taken away. Even though right now the actions that he did don't really fit the, fit the punishment. And hence, but still it's in his best favor that we take him away because there is no way there's almost zero chance that he's going to do tshuva and come back because he's not listening. He's pashut not listening as it says, Eneno Shomea. This idea of him not listening, I think is a very fundamental concept as well. Concept number two already that we see. That I think is very, very relevant for these days, especially when this is the known time that people learn Rabbi Inuyina Shari Tshuva. And he spends, he spilt a lot of ink talking about the importance of the mitzvah of Toichacha, rebuking your friend, trying to help him out, seeing what the right way, what is, what is the right way to go in Derech Hashem, if a person is doing mistakes, to have an open ear, to listen to your friend, what does he have to say? Because you want to get better. You want to get better. A person that really loves himself, and loves the Kaddish Buhu, wants to get close to the Kaddish Buhu, he's opening to hearing feedback, because he wants to become a better a better person. Rabbeinu Yoyna goes at length, and he explains how the oizen is such a critical and vital part of our body. Because when you hear something good, it's medash in all your atzamos. It gives you a good feeling in all your bones, in all your, in your, your whole goof, your whole body. On the other hand, he says, it's such an important and critical and vital part of your body. Why? Because when a person falls from a roof and all his bones break, then he needs to have, he needs to be bandaged in all his body. But if a person sins with all his body, it's enough just to bandage your ear. A retia on your oizen. Why? Because through hearing and listening what you did wrong, tochacha, this rebuke you're getting from your friends, you can through that get closer to Hashem and do tshuva on everything you did. And that's why it is such a vital part of the body, this oizen. I saw the pachaditzak, ravitzak hutner, zatzal, shows another perspective of this. He says, that's why we say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. This idea of Mekabe Omachut Shemaim, why is it through this idea of listening? Shema Yisrael. And because the ear is resembles this concept of just taking in, listening, listening and realizing what life is all about. When you listen to people, that gives you the ability to become better, to get closer to Hashem. Listening resembles the idea of being a true slave to Hashem. He goes on to say that a true Evid, what is the most vital organ? It's the ear. Why? Because it's through the ear that you listen to what your master says and you try to, to perform it to, to the best. To the best. Ad Kadekach, he brings another interesting proof that he says when a person damages a slave, so if he damages even the eye, which we know it's a very vital part of the body, still he has to pay him whatever the, 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 the worth value of the eye is. But when he makes him deaf, he has to pay the full value of a slave in the market. Why? In Yeshiva's term, terms, we say he's an ois evid. By him not being t- able to listen, he's not nechshav, he's not equal to an evid anymore. That's it. He lost the name of evid. Which is also, Rav Hutner wants to say, the precise reason that when an evid ivri, that's decides, a Jew that's a slave, decides he wants to stay longer 
at his master, the, the other Jew that's his master, then he has to make, we have to make a hole in his ear. Why dafka the ear? So we know, Chazal tell us, because it's the same ear that heard that HaKadosh Buhu said, you're my slaves. And now he wants to be to a slave, not HaKadosh Buhu directly, but to another Jew, he deserved, deserves to get his ear pierced. And the question begs itself, hold on the Farshim ask, but it was also his eyes, the same eyes that saw in Har Sinai, this idea of not being a slave to, to only being a slave to HaKadosh Buhu. So why does, why do we make the hole in the ear, not in a different part of the body? The answer is because the ear represents the idea of being a slave. And a true slave listens, listens to his master, listens to the Torah, listens to his friend to become better. So it's true that we live in a generation that everyone's so scared of rebuke and scared of giving over rebuke. But at the end of the day, if you do the Torah in the right way, it's all a matter of how you say it. It's not necessarily what you say, but it's how you say it. And if you bring it me'ava and from love, it can have a major effect. And the person that really strives to to use his life to its fullest and get close to Akadish Bohu. He does want his friends to tell him, do you think I did right? Do I think I do? You should bring it on and ask your friend to tell you, how can I become better? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. As the Mesilas Yishalim says, the Mesilas Yishalim himself says, that if you don't use your ear in the right way to listen to Tachacha, to become a better person, then Chas V'Shalom, instead of coming through your ear, it's going to come a different way. HaKadosh Buhu's going to give you Yisurim in your body in order for you to come and become a better person. So it's better to use your ear to listen. How can you become a better person? Once again, my dear friend Rav Daniel Stolbach told me a, a very cute idea that we know that in Lashon HaKodesh, everything has a lot of deep meanings. More than one, Pardes, Pardes, there's many ways to, to understanding everything in the Torah, but especially Lashon HaKodesh has different meanings. And therefore, every word has many, multiple dimensions to it. The word oizen, alef, zayn, nun, also represents the idea of being balanced, me'uzan. Today, in our generation, we already know that the ear has a very vital part of the balance of the body. There's liquids in the ear, and if something's off there, a person loses his balance. But spiritually, there's another idea over here. Through the ear that a person listens to someone, he can live a balanced life. Balanced life... Relative to what HaKadosh Buhu wants us to live. Because you might think you're being balanced. You're doing Ratzon Hashem. But you're Nagua Badaval. You're maybe going too extreme one way. Your friend helps you realize what life is all about. And you're making a mistake that maybe you thought you're going the right way. But you're not balanced. And through the ear, you can ensure you're balanced spiritually to doing and in sync with Ratzon Hashem, i.e. the Torah HaKadosh we know that the Heilige Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva also says that one of the things, which is in the Yoima, one of the things that stops us from doing Tshuva is a person that doesn't get Teichachah from his friends, doesn't accept rebuke from his friends. Interestingly enough, one of the 48 kinyanim of the Torah to acquire Torah is to, to listen, ozen, koshevet, to listen, to listen to what your friend, maybe your pshad in the Torah is incorrect, listen to what your friend has to say, you have to be open-minded and listen. If you use the ear in the right way, then we can be zoichet to get close to Kaddish Buhu and ensure we're living a life of dveikus ba Kaddish Buhu. I just want to end with an idea I just thought of, as I'm saying this Dvar Torah over, that we know lishmoya, to listen, Lashon HaKodesh, we had several Dvar Torah that, so, that exemplify this idea, it also means to understand, not just to listen, but to understand. And perhaps that's why it's called to lishmoya, also means to understand because it's not enough just to listen with the ear. You have to 
You have to take in the information that you're being given by your friends, by your Rebbe, by people that care about you. As Rabbeinu Yunus says, you have to have a good friend, a good friend, a good friend that will help you ensure that you're going the right way. And you have to digest information and understand it and analyze it and accordingly change your ways to always strive to get closer to Kaddish Buhu. Yiratzon to take this time which is what this time is all about, to analyze how we're living our life, how can we change ourselves, that, and, and through that we'll be able to perfect our life, getting close to HaKadosh Buhu through our ear, through listening to HaKadosh Buhu, through listening to our friends, listening to what the Torah is telling us through our Rebbe's, through our friends, and this way we'll be able to be getting close to HaKadosh Buhu, not through other means, but just through listening. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.